Welcome back to New Vida Let's Talk. Today we got a special guest. And it's crazy because it's a London native, bro. And yeah, that's just kind of wild. It's my hometown, man. I love that place. We got Johnny, but Tennis Club is uh, what you're, you're known that's for the artist, nowadays. That's eh? the brand name. Yeah, yeah. Tennis Yo, Club. Thank you for like reaching out to us. Like, uh, like, you know, always supporting us and like actually coming on the pod and talking to your bro, story, no bro. no problem, man. I'm super happy to see someone from my, my hometown killing it. You guys are doing an amazing job. Quality content. Amazing guests. Like, Congrats to you guys, you know what I mean? Appreciate that, appreciate yeah, that, bro. Man. And, like, uh, how you been, though? How's everything been going with you, man? Good, man. Uh, had a super successful creative week. One of, one of the best creative weeks in my life. But at the end of the week, I was hit with some terrible news, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, my grandfather passed away, so. Damn, bro. Yeah, wow. Sorry to hear that, bro. Pretty that's, yeah, bro. My, that's my childhood hero, you know? So it's been pretty rough, but uh, keeping it moving. He had an amazing life. And, yeah, man, so we're going we're gonna to have a drink. Guinness, his favorite Guinness. beer. All so right, bet. we're all gonna have a drink on the pod for Granddad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Of course, of course. Oh, I had oh, the worst this guy's luck. I heavy, had the worst luck, and you this know what? Guy's fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, it's me too. Oh, of course, it's we me. We gotta make sure the audio still recording. Still cracking jokes boys. in the afterlife. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yo, one sec. I gotta move the mic. That's crazy. No, nah, no worries, no, no worries, nah, bro. No worries. But no, that's special, bro. Like, f- it's kind of fucked up what you just said. You just had the most creative week, like, bro, crazy. Ever. And like, then, and then that back, happens. Back at the to end. back successes, you know, within creation and social media space, just doing amazing. And then, you know, life just humbles you sometimes. Are you one of those you know? people who like are like are always thinking about it in the sense of like, yo, things are going too good. I kind of have bro, to check myself. Or I do think about that stuff. I'm like, this is just how life is in general. I think like. When things are going too good, it's just, it's balance of life, right? Yeah. Something is bound to happen at some point yeah. to fucking, maybe, sorry for the swearing, to humble no, you a little bit, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Maybe I had a feeling, but, you know. It's, yeah, like, you were, we were talking about yeah. that earlier. You said you kind of had an intuition. Like, yeah, I, I kind of had a, I just had a, a gut feeling, a weird, a weird, strange feeling I had recently and here we are, yeah. Yeah. So yo, no cheers, cheers. Back, bro. Honestly, yo, no, I can actually cheers you. And guys. honestly, like, Guinness is actually good, bro. It's not I, bad. I don't. I, I honestly, never really gave it a chance. Kind of tastes lie. like coffee in a way. I'm not gonna smooth, lie, bro. You know? To be not honest with you, I every time I've like told myself I'll have a Guinness, like not bad. I can I can kind of get behind why people actually enjoy them. It's smooth, bro. Yeah, yeah. it's smooth. But yo, um, I guess l- l- let's get into like um. Let's start from the bro. The whole creative side of you, man. You're like a creative genius, bro. You do music. Wow. Thank you, man. You do music. You do photos. You do videos. You come from London. You're in Toronto now. Like that. Yeah. That's 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 fucking huge. You followed like a passion or something, bro. Like explain yeah. that. Like what is it that you do? Man, I I kind of have creative ADHD, is what I like to call it. Uh, I like getting my hands into everything. Um, since I was a little kid, I was a little skater kid. Uh, just filming my friends, making little skateboard videos, learning how to edit, editing to the beat of a song and stuff like that. Learn how to do that. Got a little bit older, kept getting hurt, had to quit skateboarding, but I was still a cre- creative guy. So then I got into uh, the blogging space in 2011. I had a website. It was just my name, johnlines.com. Um, and I used to like post my favorite music, new stuff that's coming out interviewing uh celebrities artists uh i did mac miller steve aoki Wait, what gave you the idea to start that bro like like, like you know what i mean like is that that time where you saw an opportunity yeah so during like 2011 time is like when blogs were really popping yeah you know? there wasn't really social that was media like myspace was time too right after myspace yeah okay, so okay after myspace social media was like 
kind of just starting but it wasn't like the go-to for news and stuff like that yeah, yeah so social media wasn't really like the the end-all be-all to get your news and your content and stuff like that yeah so everyone had blogs at the time music blogs fashion blogs art blogs whatever and uh, i had a music blog i would post my favorite music do interviews like i said i interviewed mac miller steve aoki benny benassi i did some stuff with big sean uh some canadian guys as well sean desmond danny fernandez and uh that's kind of how i got my start into the music industry i feel like for a lot of people out there that seems like kind of like an impossible task like you know you you you, you listen some big names there yeah you know what i mean like how are you able to bridge that gap so um like i was telling you earlier um when i started out um i would just hit up people and offer them value so i had a camera and i'd be like let me come to your music video set and shoot some behind the scenes so my first interview was Sean Desmond. And after that, I, I was cool with him. I said, let me go shoot some behind the scenes for you at your music video set. Yeah. Shot some behind the scenes, maintained a relationship. We're still working together till this day. I just <laughs> shot photos at his uh, music video set two weeks ago. He has a crazy feature coming out. I can't say who it is, but it's a, it's a big artist. They have a song coming out in August. So Don't I just say shot. Drizzy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say Drizzy, but it's someone that's close, close. to him. Close that's, then, sick. Yeah. Jeez. that's all I, I all yeah. I can give away. Do you find that all these connections you have previously made are still coming back to you? Like, like coming back? Yeah. So it? like I said, I was in the blogging space in 2011. Um, I did that until about 2014, 2015 when blogs died and then social media like just took over. Yeah. And then uh, at 2015, I got into directing music videos. So I did videos for Ram Riddles, uh, Danny Fernandez, 1111, another artist that I worked very close with helped. I was a big part of launching his career. And then in 2018, I moved to Toronto. And then uh, I decided I wanted to make music myself. I just wanted to challenge myself, see if I could do it. Ended up getting really good results, like, very soon. The second song I ever made in my life, I got on New Music Friday on Spotify. What song and, is it? Uh, it's called Motherland. Okay. It was just a song about African women, you know. <laughs> bro, I'm not people like to say I have jungle fever. So bro, you know, it, it just made sense. It was totally me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Is that uh, the one that that you showed to uh, Akon there? Yeah, that was That's the one crazy. that I showed to Akon. What, 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 what was what, last month? What's bro. that? Yeah, what's that? Tell us. I, about I feel that. like we're going all over the place. I like I said, I have creative ADHD. I'm yeah. all yeah. over the place. I, I love doing everything. You know, behind the scenes, front of the camera, making music, videos, everything. I like doing it all, man. Okay, well, I guess let's add a sequel to it then, like, like in a sense of like, let's go chronologically, bro. Like, yeah, that's what I was as, trying to. As do. a little kid, bro, like, who are you, bro? Are you always listening to music? Are you passionate about being a creative? Are you always on camera? Are you like, like, who are you as a as a kid growing up, bro? And yeah, like, what so led you to this? as a kid growing up, my parents were like crazy music fans. They love music so much. They used to party on the weekend with their friends, blasting, you know, vinyl records, which turned into CDs later on. And I just loved music. I, I, I learned to love music through them, you know? So that's kind of where it really started. Yeah. And that's the whole, like, writing process, too, and, like, the like, like sharing your thoughts through that? or like, No, you know just, I mean? just as a fan. Just, fan lo just loving music as a fan. And then, like I said, I, I was a teenager. I was in skateboarding. So that's how I kind of got the video side to me. So I, when you're a skater, you got to film tricks and make little video edits and stuff like that. If you want to like go pro, you got to make a little sponsor me tape and stuff like was that. Was there anyone who inspired you? Like thinking back on your skateboard days of like filming that stuff and like why you went that route? Yeah. So there was a few skaters that uh, inspired me. Stevie Williams. He's the owner of DGK. Yep. Um, Dirty ghetto kids. Yeah. Who <laughs> else is there? Stevie Williams was my favorite. Uh, Eric Costin. 
you know the classic even tony hawk you know i was gonna say yo, yeah of course, tony yeah. Hawk, of course cool. it's funny i mentioned tony hawk i was gonna wear a tony hawk shirt today and i changed <laughs> my mind last minute but yeah, yeah. yeah we did skateboarding then how do you transition out of a skateboarder because like even to like you don't see most like artists come from being a skateboarder now being a music person so like how'd you do that change yeah so i was getting really serious into skateboarding i had a very slim chance i could have made something out of it you know but uh, i got older i kept getting injured so it's just like you're taking six to eight months off and you got to relearn everything and stuff like that when you're getting really hurt you know so i still wanted to be in the creative space but i couldn't do the skateboarding anymore so that's when i got into the the blogging space and the blogging what was that called is that like because i know it's tennis club right was that brand started like no, my blog, my blog, was, my blog was just my name. Yeah, just your John, name, JohnLines.com. That's yeah, what it was. So, so like, yeah. I guess, like, like, how did that do for you at that time? And what made you transition or, or think of, I need to make Tennis Club. I need to make another brand. Like, I need to do something else. Yeah, so the Tennis Club thing didn't come until seven years later. So Jeez. my blog was 2011 to about 2015. Um, blogs died out because social media took over. No one wanted to, like, type in a website and go to a website anymore. It was just Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And then, uh, like I said, I got into video directing. So I did videos for a couple, you know, pretty big name Canadian artists. And then in 2018, I decided to leave London, Ontario. As much as I loved it, I needed a change. I needed to get out of there. And I was living at my boy Osama's studio at the time. And uh, he's a producer. And we ended up just, we were making music. We were, we were writing music and stuff like that for, for other people to like give it away. Like ghostwriting? Yeah, ghostwriting, exactly. Like and then we had some songs and we're like, screw it. We should just release it, you know, under my name. And then that's where the Tennis Club brand. Originally, Tennis Club was uh, a clothing line I wanted to do. Never ended up following through with it. And then at the time, we're discussing ideas for artist names and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, shit, I already have this brand already. So let's just use that. So, so, so that's where why Tennis, tennis Club? You, I know you said you like you wanted to like highlight tennis players. Like, like are you a tennis fan? Is that like when I was a, a young kid, I used to watch a lot of tennis with my mom. Dope. So I grew up watching uh, Andre Agassi, Pete Sampras, yeah. people like like the legends from the 90s, yeah. right? <laughs> and like back in the day, those guys were like the rock stars back in the day. Like Andre Agassi, he'd have his tennis racket and he would like throw it in the air. <laughs> it would hit the ball and he would still get the point somehow. Like crazy stuff. Like So Andre Agassi was always someone that I looked up to because he was like eccentric, he's a wild guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I just loved it. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah, I like, dope. I like that like even just kind of tennis in general right? you know what i mean like it's very different from like what most like mainline yeah. sports are right like you have nba football but like to have see someone else like give it like a, a shout out to like that type of sport is like yeah. it's interesting really interesting and it's like for me it's like kind of ironic because like tennis is usually like a, a rich person's sport you know i never grew up rich or anything like that mm -hmm. you know so the tennis club idea was for me it was like irony you know yeah, like, yeah. i grew up it's like that higher lower class middle shit. class like you know like it's kind of like golf yeah like same kind of concept yeah. right yeah, it's yeah. only like for that it's one for a more richer yeah. type of thing so for me it was yeah it was ironic I know, like i was gonna say before we dive into the tennis club stuff like i don't want to skip over the blog well, stuff right because like that was super creative in the sense of like you found a gap in like media online yeah and you attacked it right and you had people like mac miller on your blog bro yeah like like an interview like that's crazy bro so yeah like i said my, my first interview with sean desmond you know canadian legend um and when and i dropped that interview when i dropped my website on the same day so okay so it kind of so like traffic, it, it gave me traffic, like yeah. an instant boost you know what i mean how did you get in touch with sean desmond then 
my friend, he was running, managing a club in London, Rouge Nightclub. Uh, you know Rouge? Rouge? <laughs> this is like way, spot, it's bro. Corey Lewin. He's actually Murder Beats manager now. Corey Damn. Lewin. So wow, that, look at the look at that evolution. Crazy, right? Shout out to Corey Lewin, legend. Um, so yeah, he was managing Rouge Nightclub. He had Sean Desmond come and perform at the club. I I told him, yo, I want to start a blog. It's not. We we're friends. We used to hang out a lot and whatever back in the day. And he hooked me up with Sean. I did an interview, and I ended up dropping that interview the same day I, I launched my website, and that kind of like started the snowball effect from there. Yeah. Back in the day, yeah. how do you get traffic to a blog? Because like you know what I mean. Like most like with Instagram, you can just post it yeah. a website. People go that way. But how yeah. are people finding that? Back like, in the day, it was yeah. just Twitter. And it was Twitter and Facebook. So you just go on your Facebook wall or whatever. That's what they yeah. used to call yeah. it back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You post the link. I'll be like, hey, launching my website at midnight. People would like see it and that was back when it wasn't algorithm based it was it was uh chronological based yeah by time so right. everyone on my i used to have like a thousand friends on facebook and they would all see it yeah whereas yeah. now you have a thousand friends only a hundred of them are going to see it because it's algorithm based right was, so it was actually to my benefit back in the day so i would just post a link on facebook post a link on twitter and people would actually see it so i would get like some decent traffic from it yeah yeah no, that's good. And then, and then after, I guess you transitioned from the vlogs. You said you got tennis club, the clothing line, and then you became like your own brand, your own personal brand. Yeah, this is like, twenty seventeen, right? Yeah, like talk about the importance. Say again, this isn't twenty seventeen at this point, right? When, when getting... I started tennis club was twenty eighteen yeah. when I started to make music. Yeah, okay. and like, what's the importance of like b- building your own brand? In, in what in what aspect? In the aspect of like like why did you transition from like okay I'm going full in on like the creative I am and like and like showing people who I am as yeah, a brand yeah. you know what I mean instead yeah. of like as like I'm not posting on Instagram like hey my cousin just had a baby shower etc yeah, yeah, like, yeah now it's like this is who I am online and offline like like th- was that committed from the beginning from the vlogs or was that something you you like jumped into once social media became a thing I don't even know if I can really answer that because after the blogging I did from about 2011 to 2015. I kind of like fell back from like doing any kind of industry stuff. And then I got into directing music videos. So I was behind the scenes. So at that time, I would just post like a snippet from a video that I directed or something like that. I wasn't really posting much, you know. Yeah, yeah. I Up until recently, um, I started to really get into posting my content and stuff like mm. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a big market in that. Obviously, we all know that, bro. That's the future. So then, okay, so then now you're in Toronto, and then you're now developing yourself as, like, an artist, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, even to now removing yourself as a director now. Yeah. Because you see, you, like, you're the director. You see you see how it's supposed to go down. Now you're yeah. like, okay, now I'm going to direct myself and kind of put out that same content, right? Exactly. How's that? How's that transition now? Where it actually worked out great because most artists, when they start music, they don't know anything. They're just like, I love writing music. I want to be an artist. I want to be famous. I want to be on the stage and this, this and that. But they don't know anything about behind the scenes. They don't know anything about the other stuff. So I feel like for me, I had the best, uh, the best entrance to the music game as an artist because I promoted in the clubs. I booked artist shows. I directed music videos. I shot behind the scenes and I had a music blog. So I had literally every facet of the industry not being an artist. So I learned everything first. So when I dropped my my first song, it did pretty pretty decent. It did pretty well in Czech Republic because of the producer that I work with. And then my second song, like I was telling you guys earlier, my second song ever to make in my life got on New Music Friday. Yeah. And that's crazy. That's Spotify. 100%. Yeah, it's the biggest ones. Yeah. So... 
a lot of artists they're making music for 20 years and they're still not getting on these official playlists the second song i ever made in my entire life got on new music friday so why'd you choose the genre you're on because like we were listening on the way up and it's like more i would say the kind of afro vibe yeah it's afro like, beat summer vibe that, that yeah yeah pop kind of why that though because during that time from like 2017 to 2018 i was really listening to a lot of uk music afro fusion afro wave afro beats stuff from uk i was just loving that music at the time and i was just like you know what i'm gonna do music let me challenge myself let me do something that's like not something someone who looks like me would make on a regular basis so i was like let me just challenge myself let me try something different and it i got good results like almost immediately you yeah. know yeah yeah and you got respect from that, that's a song from akon like like that kind of vibe yeah like so like literally my second song i ever made ended up showing akon at the hot in here festival I ended up meeting him shout out to my boy uh ben and naz from uh cali they they know they know him so they they plugged me in and uh I figured I'm like this is Akon, this is for King of Africa. You Literally, know what I mean? man. He gave electricity to Senegal. the whole continent. You know what I mean? So I'm like, let me show him my motherland track. You know, show love to Africa. You know what I mean? And he and he loved it. He was loving it. That's he's, crazy. He's, like, though, like, oh, he's bobbing his head. He's like, like he's like, yo, I love this. He's like, this is hard. How does that feel though? Like, you know, I'm, you, London, Ontario, to showing Akon your music, bro. Like, I feel like a lot of people is like, that's like the end result. Yo, I can RIP after that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, and you're still pushing though. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was an amazing feeling, man. I just, it really uh, put a pep in my step. You know, like I want to just keep on going. So it know? made you hungrier. Super, super. Yeah, it's dope, bro. Okay, now so with music and then now you're doing a lot of youtube stuff like i've seen like you do a lot of youtube content like maybe uh like vlog or pranks i've seen like like yeah i did a like couple pranks i was just having fun so, I, yeah. for the for the past like few months i've just been like trying different stuff i just yeah. want to see like where i can fit in and stuff like that and i've just been having fun creating like i like i already already said i don't want to beat it to the ground but i have creative adhd i just want to try different stuff see yeah. see what hits and recently i've been doing a lot of uh shooting videos taking photos for for people and stuff like that and it seems like that stuff's really well, recently a right fucking heavy oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> recently a fucking <laughs> big lad let's do that yeah, one the, uh, J- jason love bro oh man holy bbc shit. bro yeah. BBC. <laughs> holy fuck the one who bu- <laughs> he fucked up the internet literally bro this guy what do they call it breaking the internet yeah, yeah he bro, broke yeah, it he yeah, broke he it that. so yeah like, i guess for those who don't really know so big uh fucking jason love heavy lad dude that's where you yeah. put the photo right here yo yeah. put the photo right there david just pounded adam 22's wife <laughs> he got paid to do it why not right like i mean fucking why not that's and then terrible. fucking terrible. i know but it's terrible for fucking adam 22 but i mean what's crazy bro is like and then you take a picture of him fucking like two three days after bro like it's bro. crazy how plugged in you are into the culture though thank you man uh just honestly i I'll give you the backstory how I got back into uh, doing video and photo and stuff. So, as you guys know, I started dropping my first music in 2018. Yeah. Been doing that for about five years. And I literally just picked up my Sony a7 III three months ago. Yeah. And ever since then, I've just been, been going on a rampage, going ham. So, the Sony a7 III, the story how I even got back into having a camera is uh, I'm a huge fan of the Nelk Boys. Yeah. Full Send, you guys watch the podcast. Of course. Yeah, of course. Those guys are the, guy, the boys, you know what I mean? I love those guys. So I follow Osgod, the creative director of Nelk. He made a post on his story and he was like, I have these three Sony A7 III body cameras. I'm just trying to get rid of them because obviously they upgraded their stuff because yeah. they're, you know, they're killing it. 
And I replied to the story and I was like, I want to buy one. And I, I didn't think he was going to reply to me because I'm sure he probably got like a thousand responses yeah, from easily, that, you know? Yeah. Those guys are huge. So I'm like, I didn't think anything of it. Like a week later, he replies back, you still interested? And I'm like, yeah, of course I am. I want to buy it. Buy the camera off him, do the wire transfer, get the camera. He sends me the body, uh, the Sony a7 III body of the camera, send some merch in the box and everything, like real one for that. Go and buy a lens and... The rest is history, man. That's how I got back into uh, shooting videos. Yeah, man, so like I took Oz a break. God. I took a break for five for five years. One thing just making music. Yeah, one thing inspirational though, bro. Like good yeah. on good on Osgod, you know, for that. Yeah, you, don't, you have no obligation to do that. He didn't man. have to reply. I'm. Mean, he probably got a million. He probably could have like made quadruple the price off the camera just because it was them. His name, know? yeah. He, he gave me a crazy deal. It's literally like half price to what you would buy it Jeez. in the store. So it was like super blessing, you know. And like ever since I had that camera. I feel like this guy just like there is something special about this camera because he even told me he's like bro we shot some legendary <laughs> stuff on this camera yeah it's he's just like, got I, history he's on like it. I hope you enjoy it kill it you know bro like, is that not a good omen bro it was insane so ever since he's, he's like yo we shot some legendary stuff I hope you have a fun time creating on it and I was like damn this is crazy well, you know what I've like, noticed of you you really take action in your life and like when I say that it's really on the idea of like you. You you if you want something you you you'll get there in a way right like yeah, you'll yeah. you either message this person you'll put yeah. yourself in that space why though why um, I just feel like especially now since I got back like into creating and stuff like that three months ago I feel like I'm not old but I'm getting you know I'm up there I'm I'm not as young as I used to be I'm like I gotta go ham right now mm. not that it's my last chance to ever make something of myself but right now i feel like i really just gotta go in or it's like all or nothing right now you know what i mean yeah and when i'm reaching out to people i just my biggest advice to anyone who even wants to like get any anything out of life add value to whoever whoever you're messaging don't just hit up someone and ask for a favor like recently ever since i've been having some recent success i've been getting a lot of people messaging me and they're like oh can you plug me in with this and that and i'm like bro I never even heard from you in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're asking me for a favor. So now what I just tell people is like, bro, if you're going to ask for a favor, offer something first. And then after you give some value, then you can be slide what you want in there. You can be blunt about it or you can just sneak it in there. Yeah. But make sure you're you're offering some value first you know, before you go and ask for something, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's that, that's super important, especially nowadays, bro. Especially with like yeah. the whole like, like I guess the business that... that wasn't like 50 years ago like the online business networking mm. you know collaborating and stuff like that like you got to offer a shit first yeah 100 yeah. because like even too it's like why would someone give you the time of day if you're not gonna like you know what i mean it's, it should be a mutual like exchange in a way right yeah because like i don't know like why am i gonna give you my time if it doesn't benefit the both of us like a lot of people do think that yeah. way right like, well, at the same time it's like it's like i i read a uh, 50 cents favorite book what's it called it's uh, power 50 rules to power yeah rule number one never outshine the master yeah facts exactly why would exactly. you you don't need to he's the master for a reason right <laughs> and if you're reaching out to someone let's just call that person you're reaching out there they are technically the master right because you want something from them yeah so you got to help them out you got to assist them and then later on they can put you on to something else did you know someone I mean? give you that knowledge or was it something you just figured out from like constantly just figure like doing your i thing? learned that from just experience and just watching people like i don't really speak too much unless i have something important to say so i most time people 
are like, oh, he's mysterious and stuff. But I'm just like sitting in the corner. I'm trying to figure out, analyze things and stuff like overthinking that. Overthinking it. So I overthinker, right? So yeah, I just, I just kind of learned that like throughout life. I, I can't really pinpoint someone teaching me that at all. I, I think I kind of learned that on my own. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I guess like, what what are the next plays, bro? What are the next plays for you, bro? The next plays right now. I'm just having so much fun creating, and I just been trying to, like I said, offer value to people. Last week I did uh, the R&B singer Friday. He had a music video shoot in Toronto. Shout out to the '97. He directed it, and uh, my boy Kareem. He actually produced a song for Friday. So I'm like, Yo, Kareem, I'm trying to go to the set. I want to shoot some behind the scenes photos. I'm not getting paid for it. I'm just offering a favor. I ended up going, shot some photos, shot some old school video on my old school camcorder. My footage ended up getting in the music video. I saw That's that. Lit, yeah. So it's like, bro, I I used to direct music videos. I kind of left that space, and like that space is just pulling me back. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like it's full circle, kind of meant to be. And yeah. So you you're enjoying that a lot, eh? The I'm editing, having seen the cream. I'm loving it right now, bro. I'm having so much fun, man. Yeah. And I gotta give uh, kudos to my boy Adam, Adam Ali, uh, Instagram Adam won't lose. I was in, uh, he's an influencer. He's from Toronto, but he moved to Atlanta. He's killing it in the fitness space, the the YouTube vlogging space, inspirational space. He does like beard oil. He does a bunch of different stuff. He brought me out to Atlanta last late November, early December, and we shot a bunch of content. And I didn't even have a camera at that time. I was just using his camera. And that trip kind of re-inspired me to get back into the space. Yeah. So that's how, how, how I even had the idea to buy the camera off osgod because i'm like yeah i kind of had fun shooting again you know i'm like let me just get a camera and see what happens yeah. so that's kind of how that happened so shout you, out to adam do you I feel think. like being a director is like kind of where you shine in a way like because of how it incorporates everything that you do in a way it's like your creativity at the end yeah, of the day right? Right? Like, yeah so yeah i kind of feel like that's just a space that kind of came naturally to me you know like the music for me i love music i was around a lot of artists i helped out a lot of artists did concerts i did uh behind the scenes stuff so i kind of just wanted to challenge myself and make music but the directing stuff and the video stuff and the editing and all that kind of comes more naturally to me to be to be fair you know yeah, yeah. uh okay so going back to your youtube channel where you're doing these pranks what's one that like either didn't make it or that like was just hard to shoot overall so yeah like <laughs> you i told you guys i was a fan of the nelk boys and stuff like that yeah. so I had this idea where I was just like, I just want to remake pranks that I thought were funny, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I did the the moaning in the ear one. Yeah, yeah, the Celine <laughs> that one. That's fire. Stupid. So stupid, <laughs> you know? How, how hard <laughs> is that? Though? Yeah, like, like, cause, come on, you're going behind someone and like, are you worried you're going to get punched in the face, especially in Toronto? Because you know people yeah, do that like, here. I was just like, I was kind of smart about it. Mm -hmm. I kind of went to people I knew like, like a push game to shove, I could beat them up. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I'm not going to go to some six six jacked guy you know yeah. what i mean so i kind of was like maybe i'm a pussy or a cop out but i was going to people that i know a push game to shove i don't have no yeah. any issues you know just just to be safe yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but the, the biggest challenge i had with that is that the video guy i was working with at the time like he would kind of drop the ball and miss like my good pranks you know oh. like i would do some really good ones yeah and like not and I'm not saying it's his fault, but like yeah. he would miss it, you know. That was the biggest challenge, because mm. I would get like a, such a good one, I'd be so amped on it, and like maybe the camera angle wouldn't be good or something like that. So I'd have to like redo it, whatever. But yeah, yeah. Is it hard for you to to, to find people to work with? 
like in a sense of like someone who's doing videos for you or is like is, is like that a tough like aspect to this i've always i've always thing? struggled with that to be honest because i'm a very creative person i'm a virgo i don't know if that means anything to anyone but i like what i see is what i what i see you know mm -hmm. so i want things done a certain way mm -hmm. so it is it is hard for me to partner up with people sometimes i'm not gonna lie because i have my own vision you know what i mean yeah so, yeah so that's, i feel like that's kind of why i like to do everything myself at the end of the day yeah. well, back to the director yeah like. so you do your own editing own video like everything it's, I, it's even you. the music video that i dropped for the motherland the one that i sh showed akon yeah my boy shot it but I directed it and I edited it. Damn, so, and bro. it's my song as well, right? Yeah, it's so crazy. I like, like you can only do that to a certain point, though. Mm -hmm. Like I gotta find somebody that I can trust at some point. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So because I, I was, uh, yeah, like honestly, the fact that you say that, I was reading a book called "Who Not How." It's like you gotta figure out who can do it, not how yeah. to do it, right? And yeah. then that's like to like grow whatever, like the brand of the business. any bi any business that thrives and blows up is like. They have people who are specifically good at every job. You yeah, know, sourcing. Yeah, you right. can you can only like I said, you like this is to my own detriment. I'm just being honest. Like I can only reach a certain point by myself. Mm. At a certain point, I I need help. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and, and um, I guess, what is your next point, man? Like, like in a sense of like, do you have any big things down the line? Do you have any things that like any things that are shifting the industry? Because like as a creative, like doing podcasts, mm. you can't you can't just do podcasts nowadays. You have to become a whole brand behind the podcast. You gotta have the brand. You gotta have your clipping on point. Everything so, so, like so, that. what's the next trend? Like, do you see a next trend or a next kind of like, like? Uh, I don't know if it's a next trend, but I don't know if you guys seen recently. I've been doing a lot of. So you guys saw the Nelly, the Hot in Here festival. Yeah, yeah. That I shot. I uh, yeah. did like Ja Rule. Festival. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. That was oh, awesome. Joe was there too. Oh, it was an epic. Why festival. is he that there? Was, well, man, like Fat Joe. Because it, it was uh, it was the throwback like, festival. You know? So it was, it was ne it was Nelly's festival, Hot in Here. And Fat Joe was there, uh, Kerry Hilson, T.I., Akon, uh, Chingy. So I was just there. It's actually funny. So this is actually what catapulted me into like going ham with the, cre the creating again. My boy Eric, the same guy who hooked me up with Jason Love, he saw that another guy wanted a second shooter. Some guy was already going there. His name's Levi. He was going there to uh, shoot the festival. He wanted a second camera. So I ended up going with him. I ended up getting better access than this guy on stage, backstage, all this stuff. <laughs> and I felt bad because I'm like, bro, this guy brought me and I'm like getting better access. I felt yeah. terrible. But, was it from know. like you're talking? Like, did you talk your way into? Yeah, I was, yeah. I was talking. I ended up just getting talking to a security guard at the back. And yeah. I just pretended like I belonged there. I just walked yeah. up on the stage <laughs> and he saw I had like a, a photo pass. And he's like, he's like, you know, your photo pass doesn't get you there. But he's like, I already saw you a hundred times. Like, I don't care. He just trust. Yeah, just go. Yeah. He was super cool. Shout out to that security guard. And uh, that was how I got got there. But yeah. So you guys saw that I was shooting the festival. I was doing a lot of stop motion. Do you guys know what stop motion no, is? No, I don't. A lot of photos? Or? It's photos that you turn into a video. Oh, mm -hmm. the one you showed us earlier, for yeah. example. That one, your most recent so clip, it's just... you're here and I take like 100 photos, but you're like move, and then I turn it into a video. Mm -hmm. So at that festival, I did a lot of stop motion stuff. So Ja Rook was running onto the stage and I'm like... Ch -ch 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 -ch. And I turned that into a video. Ja Rule yeah. reposted my stuff. Carrie Hilson reposted my stuff. Chingy reposted my stuff, tagged me, shouted me out and everything. And uh, so, yeah, the trend that I'm talking about that I started in Toronto, you guys can say this. I hope you make <laughs> this a clip because it's actually facts. I started stop motion in Toronto. Since then, since the Nelly Festival, I've seen five Toronto photographers still in my style. 
Jeez. But, but how do you feel I'm about that? I'm not mad. I'm, su- I'm super happy. Like, right? I'm glad I inspired you. It's a you, compliment. But, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Uh, mimicry is like the something of uh, they're complimenting you. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, right? 100%. The but best yeah, compliment you can get is somebody doing the same thing you do. Copying you is the biggest compliment, you know? But yo, like, like, so, yeah, the latest like the trend right now when it comes to content and photography and video and editing and stuff like that, the newest thing, at least in Toronto, what I'm seeing stop is motion. stop motion. And I started it. You guys can quote me on that. That's, yeah, that's crazy. We're saying bes- beside the person who started stop motion, bro. <laughs> it's not even that I started pew, pew. it. No, but we brought it to Toronto. Just, yeah, you showed we brought it to people the culture. Are, here. They got it. They were inspired by. It. And yeah. they, let's just be honest. You know, they were inspired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By by my stuff. Yeah. And what um? Let's say you didn't. This might be a weird ass question to ask, but like, let's say you didn't do all this creative stuff. What would you do? I wouldn't do anything. Jeez. I, like I could. I couldn't do anything. I'm be- like every job I ever every like you know like a job just to make money. Yeah. Working at a warehouse, working at McDonald's or whatever. Every job I had in my life I got fired from cuz I'm not I'm not a good employee. But when I work for my myself, I work the hardest like you can't even work as hard as me. When I work for myself, I work 7 days a week like where does that drive come from? I just want to be the best that I can be, you know? I just want to be the best that I can be and I, I'm obsessed with with creating. Whether that's music, whether that's photos, video, having a blog, whether that's putting on a, a concert or a party or whatever. I just, I like to have an idea in my head and just create something and then see an amazing end result. Yeah. So I guess that, that end result is my motivation, I guess. Yeah. I feel like that's a tough road to follow, though. It's uh, almost like it's, a chip on your shoulder always. It right? is. It is yeah. a chip on my shoulder. Because like we were talking about earlier, I literally just learned in the last like year or so. You got to just, if you create something, you just got to let it go. And you can't be like trying to perfect it so much. You know, you just got to let it go and move on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You so can't it is, be- it's a chip on your shoulder. It's totally true. Do you, uh, when you do like this whole creative process and we can even take this back to music, if we want to go there, are you writing everything down or are you just like spur of the moment? Like this pops in my head. I'm, I got to let it out as fast as it, it comes. For me. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's actually a, a great question because for me, my ideas, they just, pop into my head you know like i'm not the most religious guy or anything like that but i feel like when the universe gives you an idea you got to act on it and for me a lot of the time i'll be like in my shower my favorite spot to come up with ideas is in the shower oh, 100%. or oh yeah or like i'll be brushing my teeth at the sink like i remember like a couple years ago i was brushing my teeth and this idea just hit me in the head it was an amazing idea i can't speak about it now because it, it's not out yet but you don't want it to be i just there. yeah i just remember like that was such a crazy moment because it just hit me in the head and like my ideas just come to me out of the blue and even when i make music i never write it down never eh? you just have to rip eh? i'll hear like another song and i'm like oh that's a cool beat like it sounds good and i'll write my own song to that beat and then i'll go to the studio and make an another beat around what i wrote in my head you know i, I never write lyrics down ever do you have a good memory or is it like Cause I, I have a good, me- like a, a great memory and a terrible memory at the same time. Okay. I'll like. You remember what you want. I'll like <laughs> leave my house and I'll forget my wallet or so something like term. that. So short term, short term sucks. For my sure. short term is terrible, but like my long term memory is crazy. I'll remember like the craziest detail about something that I had twelve years ago. You know. How do uh, I guess like uh, your family members or people who knew you as a kid? How do they? react to to your sort of uh entrepreneurship or your sort of drive because it's unique nowadays it's not the regular route yeah uh definitely have i've had not the regular path at all i've tried everything 
I've done everything. I've living good, financially good. I've lived super poor. I've slept on couches. I I slept on the studio floor when I moved to Toronto, literally on the floor. So like I've I've definitely not had an easy path, you know? So I know that people worry about me, like they have worried about me in the past, but I know that like they understand the vision, you know? Yeah. The people that care about me, they know and they're like, "Okay, I see what you're doing. Keep going because you're obviously getting good results now, you know?" Yeah. And like I guess like how do you how, how are you uh, managing your days? You know, I feel like you have so much creative things on the go. Yeah. Like how are you keeping organized of all that shit? So lately to to keep organized, I just I get up early every day. I wake up anywhere from 4 to 6 a.m. every day no matter what. I fall asleep pretty early, 10 to 12, 1 the latest. I get up early, have a coffee, roll a little spliff, you know? put on a podcast we were talking about that earlier oh yeah 100% Theo Vaughn hot box with Mike Tyson <laughs> Joe Rogan you know all the typical t- typical guy podcast yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that stuff just watch that open up the laptop see what's going on I got a bunch of things on the go that I got to edit little projects start working on those and figure out what I, what I can do going forward Yo, yo, what made you a Mike Tyson fan, bro? Because the last time I was on your yeah. Instagram, I saw these gloves signed from Mike Tyson. Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. legend, bro. That was yeah. your birthday gift, right? How are you holding? That no, wasn't my pairs, birthday gift, man. but uh, since I was a child, rest in peace to my granddad. He was a professional boxer in England. Oh shit, eh? Okay. Yo, yeah. Let's cheers yo. to that. Cheers, cheers to that. Cheers to granddad. Granddad. He also has the same name as me, John Lines. We have Jeez. the same name from England too, eh? Yeah. From what England. part of England? Harlow. Jeez. Yeah. Um. Yeah, let's let's drink to that. So how? Uh, yeah, so you're asking about Mike Tyson, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just I love boxing since I was a little kid. I grew up in the '90s. That's when Mike Tyson was like killing it. Yeah, he was savage back then. He was my hero. I literally remember I watched the fight as a kid when he bit Holyfield's ear. <laughs> that was the most tragic stuff for me. I was I was traumatizing, but I loved Mike Tyson ever since then because he was he was just a little guy. And he would just—he was a savage, strong. He used to just body everyone. He would kill everyone. And uh, like I said, my granddad was a boxer. I, Muhammad Ali is one of my idols. Um, so yeah, that's how I got into boxing. And how did the gloves land in your hand, bro? Yeah. So my cousin Michelle, well, she's one of my best friends. Michelle, uh, her boyfriend Patrick, he—he's uh, part of a memorabilia shop in Seattle. They live in Seattle. Oh, okay. And they did an autograph signing with Mike Tyson. And she knows that I've always loved Mike Tyson since I was a kid. You know, obviously you see the hat with the Mike Tyson logo, and uh, she surprised me with it. She said, "Hey, I got. I want to send you something. What's your address?" Because um, I moved to a new place, so she didn't have my new address. So she's like, "What's your address?" Sends it. I open up the mail. It's a Mike Tyson autograph boxing glove, bro. How ecstatic were you? I lost my mind. I lost my mind. That was like the, like. My parents always had memorabilia. My dad has this glass case, and he has a bunch of different yeah. signed stuff in there. So I always wanted something like that when I grew up. So that was like the first main piece that I got. Now, but bro, the first main piece is a fucking legend, legend, bro. It's not Crazy. like your average Joe, bro. Crazy. It's like man. a fucking Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan type. Yeah. Shit. So I ended up getting the some some box on Etsy. Someone made like a Mike Tyson glass box. Yeah. Put the glove in there. I'll send you guys a picture of it so you can like, do, it, do it, it bro. Do it. We need to see that because that's fucking crazy. Bro. So that's like one of your idols. Who else? Like who else? Like like somebody like that that inspires you. So Mike Tyson, I love. I just I love Mike Tyson's story. You know, yeah. like I feel like 
I definitely haven't experienced things that he's experienced, but he's been through everything in life, you know? His parents were, his dad was a, a pimp and a drug dealer. His mom was a prostitute and they're on drugs. And, and look how his life ended up, you know? Like, he's been through everything. He went to jail, all the crazy, he's been rich, he's been broke. I just, lo I just love, like for me, a comeback story is like, my favorite thing, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I've, I've had like four comebacks in my life. And this right now, when I've been going ham on the, the content creation, this is this is my comeback. This is like my Mike Tyson story, you know? Okay, so saying you've been brewing for a long time and you're ready to fucking Yeah, it man, I've been doing the creative stuff. Like, I launched my blog in April of 2011. We're now in what, 2023? Yeah, so 12 years. I've been 12 years on this. And now I'm just, I had a bunch of good results throughout, but nothing consistent, you know? And I feel like now, I. If I keep it going at the pressure that I'm putting on right now, it's gonna be super consistent, and we're gonna ha we're gonna have an amazing life after this. Yeah. Bro, you're clearly making like the right moves. You know what I mean? You're making yeah, the man. right connections, bro. Like, yeah. like we we just talked about the most viral fucking piece of content that's been going on, on the internet for the last three days. Yeah, and you're taking a picture. <laughs> Shout out yo. to Jason Love, bro. <laughs> yo, yo. Adam Twenty Two, you're a kook, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, it's funny too because me and him were talking. Yo, like, should I call this guy? Call him. Should should I try and call him. Let's see if, if he answers. Facetime him right now. So I want to give a big shout out. <laughs> this is what they understand, bro. Bro, I like, put him in my phone as Jason Love Lena butt plug. Let's <laughs> go. Give bro. the camera one real quick. Let's go. Oh, I guess bro. the number because we have. It's crazy though. Bro. Yeah, yeah, no, we can't show the number. Yeah. Think about it though: London, Ontario, Toronto. Now plugged in with. If the he doesn't answer, doesn't shit. answer. But it would just be no funny. Stress, if he answers, no stress, brother. No stress. No stress. Oh, I got it. Where you oh. Yo, my guy, man, how you doing? My guy, how you doing? Uh, good, good. Just Yo, did you leave Toronto? Yeah, back in Miami. Okay, bro, I'm on. I'm on a podcast right now. I was just telling the story about how we met. Oh, yeah. yeah, man, we took the photos with the dog and everything. You're, that was cute, man. Girls were loving it. Yo, say what's up to my guy, New Vita Life Podcast. Yo, Yo legend up, right here, the legend dog. right the here. Man. This is the man of the hour. <laughs> this is the man of the hour right here. <laughs> Let's go, bro. You're a legend, brother. Yo, man, I just wanted to say what's up, man. It was so cool. It was so cool meeting you and shit. You're a legend, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Definitely, bro, bro. All right, man. Yo, uh, I got to come to Miami. We got to shoot some content, man. I've been going crazy. All right, man. We'll pull up with you. I'm going to hit you up, dog. All right, later. Thanks so much, man. Peace. <laughs> legend. Yeah, yeah, dog. Keep up, yeah. Yo, 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 this is the type of fucking access that 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 tennis club has, yo. Even like it's no joke, bro. This guy just fucking he just fucking FaceTime <laughs> the most viral person on the internet right now after smashing Adam Twenty Two's wife. Cool even too, even too. Look at this Inception. We spoke about it. It's almost like I, I remember what we yeah. were saying earlier. You chase everything that comes to you. Yeah. Like you. Does you the world seem fucking small, brother? Cause like crazy, like, bro. Crazy. You're different. Bro. You're on a high right now. After <laughs> oh, that, yeah, huh? yeah. Look at you're like, bro. I'm telling you. Um, well, you know what it is though. The thing is, another thing I want to say, another advice I want to give to upcoming creators and people they want to get plugged in. A lot of creators, they get like weird when they come around people. You know, the one thing you have to realize is that we're all normal people. You know what I mean? We're all, we're all gonna die someday. We all have a mom and a dad. We're all we're all the same the same people. I don't care if you're a Kim Kardashian or some homeless guy on the street. We're literally all the same. So just act normal when you meet people, you know? Fine. So when I met this guy, I went straight up to him. Yo, my name's John. Just super polite. I'm here to shoot photos. Let's uh, 
let's let's have a good night you know let's do some stuff and he's like oh nice cool man let's do it boom took some photos chilling and i wasn't there bothering him i wasn't trying to like take selfies with him and get yeah, weird you know what i mean almost like you didn't i'm just know acting he like was. he's one of my boys like i'm talking to you guys right now you know yeah. so i feel like that's that's a really big advice i want to give to upcoming creators and younger people just be chill don't bother people you know what i mean yeah, yeah. they will show you way more love the less you act like you're you're begging you know what i mean yeah no that's a big moment bro it's a big moment yeah. cause I, was, cause I feel like yo when you're from London, I was born and raised London, Ontario. I was born and raised there. Not London, right. Ontario, Canada. That's my bro. hometown, bro. I love your that hometown place, too. It your made hometown me. Too. Your the whole it made it, it made me and broke me, and it made me again. You know, what literally, I mean? bro. Yeah. London, Ontario is that for us, but like, it's like, when has London ever been put on the map? And then we have a man like Johnny Tennis Club out here calling fucking Jason Love. That's a <laughs> for no reason from London. Bro, like this is what I gotta say though. This is why it's important to share all these stories though. This is why it's important to fucking like yo, you've been grinding for ten plus years, bro. Yeah. People need to fucking hear that. Well, yeah, you know man. what I mean? It's, it, it doesn't it, come out of randomness. People think it's overnight, right? Like, yeah, I just got a camera three months ago, but I've been creating videos since I was fourteen years old yeah. as a skater. So that's like twenty years. Of yeah. making content yeah technically you know what i mean and now you're you, yeah. you're like seeing the end of it and everyone's like oh like he's just getting it now when you're like yo i've been putting in the work for no one's yeah. no one sees the the work you put in behind the finish bro product. the blood the sweat and tears is what they call it right so no one sees that and even to no you you know that. what i'll give you a good attest it's a test of like who you are as a person and like either you really like you really do conduct things well because yeah. Look at that. He's he answered me. Man, he's in Miami. He already, you know what I mean. But he picked up. Like yeah. you know that a lot of people will fade a call and shit like that. Bro, but look, he he, told, up. he literally told me he's like since that video dropped the new the new video with uh, Adam Twenty Two's wife. Yeah. We shall not even say her name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking. <laughs> he bro, he's like yo, I made 600k since that moment. Yeah. He doesn't have to answer my call, bro. I didn't make 600k this month. I'm nothing yeah. to him. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But I just I, I treated him like a human. He treated me like a human. And we're cool now, you know. Yeah, what I yeah mean? and you build great relationships. I, get, I gave him some fire photos. Like yeah. I'm not gonna from toot the my beginning, own horn. Were you always that mindset, like like let's not treat these people different. Always, yeah, yeah. For I guess I just naturally had that. Yeah. Because you know what? At the end of the day, I feel like I feel like I belong in the in the space. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I feel like I belong here. So I I always thought of myself not highly but i just felt like i belonged you know yeah, what i yeah, mean yeah. and like you had stuff to add i felt yeah i felt like i just belo i belonged here because i know i'm creative i'm putting in work i'm i'm being consistent and i'm just doing my thing and it's funny because in the last few years i was around some people and i felt like they didn't think i was as high as i thought i was you know what i mean it's important so i can't I, right I, people though i separated my people uh myself from those guys and yeah i just I'm back to me. I feel like I'm 2011, just dropping my blog, johnlines.com, all over again. It's just me, and I'm 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 going in again. You know what I mean? Do you think? Whereas in the last few years, I kind of was like, I wanted to do the team thing. You know, yeah. let's all be a team. Let's all be a a family and stuff like that. And it just didn't work out. So I had to readjust my mindset and just go back into like, it's like I'm not being selfish, but I am being selfish at the same at the same time. I'm just like I'm going all in for me right now. Yeah. Do you think your environment dictates, like, you in a way? Like, not Definitely. specifically you, but, like, as a general question, right? 110%, man. I, I look back on my life, and the times I wasn't doing well, it's because of the environment I was in, you know? Like, around people that weren't really on much. I was around people that didn't think I was as what I thought I was. You know what I mean? Was it hard so, for you to let go of that? 
Definitely, because I'm very, I'm a very loyal person, and when I, I love a friend, I love a, not even a girl, just when I love a friend or uh, someone I'm working with, I love, I love them to the max. So it's very hard for me to let go. Maybe. It takes me a long time. They gotta like screw me over a bunch of times before I say, nah, enough is enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough, bro. It's tough yeah. to work with people in general. Bro. It's great. It's, it's awesome tough, to be bro. loyal. Yeah. But sometimes, like, I look at the industry and I envy those guys that Poor can just, cult. like, screw someone over and keep it pushing, you know? Mm. Like, I feel, if I screw someone over, I feel terrible and I think about it for a long time. Where does that conscience come from, bro? It's Cause, like, that's like a that's a deep moral thing, bro. Yeah. That's like, that's, like, deeper than, like, it, you know... I, that comes from my dad for sure because my dad's a really humble guy. Yeah. He, he doesn't like to brag. He doesn't like to show off and... Uh, and I'm happy that I got that from him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's the most important thing, though. Yeah. You don't want to be Hollywood, bro. We dealt with yeah. a couple Hollywood people. <laughs> you know, we dealt with a couple Yeah, Hollywood for sure. People. Of course, you know, man. You and tell people you're going to go on the podcast and they change shit on you, you know? Like, we've dealt with that, bro. Yeah. Well, even, too, I think it's also, like, it kind of goes back to what you said, though. It all circles back in this. If you... Everybody wants something from someone, right? Like, yeah. if it, like as you said, like you gotta offer somebody something where they're gonna want to come and give you that back, right? Yeah. And I think as you like, especially two people's times is the most valuable thing. We all look at that. Time is the most valuable yeah. thing. It's the only thing you can't buy back in life. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why people are so either reserved with it or they don't care. Yeah. yeah. One thing I want to ask you though is like, I always had that 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 feeling that like once you have like. A child, bro, mm-hmm. your mindset changes. Yeah, you become man. a fucking savage, like a fucking man. Can you explain that process, bro? Because Coke yeah, and I, man. we have no children yet. Yeah, but you're married. Take your time. You're closer than I. You're the best, married. It's the best thing ever. But take your time. Make sure you're ready. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. At the time, I'll be honest. I wasn't ready. You know? Yeah. I was uh, doing my blog, doing my website. It was Try- back in 2011. Like it was like 2012. Yeah. was born. Yeah. Shout out to Jackson. Love you, Jackie Jackson. boy. Um, I wasn't ready at the time. I'll be honest. I was immature. Um, I was still trying to figure out where I wanted to go in life, you know, figure out the things I wanted to do. Um, it took a toll on me. I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? During that time is when I kind of took a break from the website and, and the creative stuff. I took a little pause. And now I'm back in a really good space, you know? I'm feeling amazing now, you know? I'm much, way more mature. I, I have a level head. I know where I want to go. And, yeah, everything does, is great, does, man. Uh, My son is happy. He's 10 years old. He loves does soccer. Does Jackson provide that fuel in you, though? Yeah, man, I love it. And a- any time that he sees that I'm doing something cool, he, he loves it. He gets so excited. Dope, do you want to show him the same? Like, do you want to kind of lead him down the creative path also? Do you think I, does I, he have bro, the same mindset? He definitely has the same mindset. He... Uh, He's into like Minecraft and video games and streaming. Yeah. Yeah. He edit. He makes little edits. Oh, like doing he, it like he, he already. Loves his soccer. <laughs> he loves his soccer. He calls it football because he knows he's happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he calls it football. He loves his messy. He makes his little video edits on YouTube and it's stuff dope. like that. So I was like, I never pressured him to like do that stuff because I wouldn't want to do that. But I know he's gonna go down that path because he loves it, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah. not only that, he loves it; it's innate. It's part of you. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's what you gave to him in a way. Yeah, man, he he loves it, man. And even That's too, crazy, it's man. not even like a taught skill. He's just like like you talking about editing already. Well, I I never taught him about video totally editing. You right? He's doing it. <laughs> he found his own program online. He made his own video edit. He's very he's like me. He's very uh, resourceful. He, yeah, he yeah, can yeah. figure things out on his own. You know. That's sick. Man. And I I've had to 
figure out everything on my own. Do you guys talk yeah. about it? Like, do you guys have like that conversations ever? Like, oh, what are you up like editing? Like, do you guys like? Yeah, I'm know. like, oh, like I haven't seen you like doing your streaming online in a while. Like, what's going on, bro? Like, are you gonna do that? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I just been taking a break. I'll do it soon, and then I'll just like check on YouTube, and he'll like drop a stream because I know he did. You because put, yeah, because he you said know? something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no. He, that's it's so awesome. It's the coolest. You you can't even imagine a cooler feeling. You know, no, that's I mean? crazy. Boy. Like, forget I, calling Jason Love on FaceTime. That's <laughs> that's nothing yeah. to the feeling I get when I see Jackson like posting a video he made online. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Like, so cool. Yeah. I can't. I can't even imagine. You know I can't. I mean? I, well, I, I just can't wait. That's the best part. Okay. I can't wait. That now. How's your love life? Uh, we, oh, we want to go back into it again. Nah, like as I said to you, that that story, it's it's a little drowned out. It's talking like too yeah, much. Coco's struggling, bro. No, never struggling. <laughs> Men's are not struggling. What but happened, bro? <laughs> <laughs> are your heart broken? No, it's just like no. It's like I've just been the single guy for a long time, and like to be honest, as I said, it just needs to be compelling. That's the best way. I'll, like I'll yeah. say it straight up. It just needs to be compelling to the yeah. point where I'm like, why am I not with this person? Yeah. It has to be compelling. And bro, you like, know what? Sorry to inter- No, go ahead, bro. Sorry I'm done there. Now it is very hard to find someone loyal, you know, because bro, if you're like, let's just, let's just be real. Like if you had like a, a bad a baddie, you know, like there's a thousand guys in her DM every single day. Right. You, know? the you piss her off. You piss her off today. She's fucking. She's part of my language. She's having sex with another guy tomorrow who's a millionaire yeah. on the yacht or whatever, you know. So when you find someone loyal, like you gotta, you gotta stick with them. You have to. I think that's the craziest part is the access, right? Like before, it's like to go see somebody, you had to literally go to the bar, go to the library, yeah. you know, like back in my day, in grocery <laughs> stores, you know, like you had to do it that way. Yeah. Come on, Dave. The best ones are in the library. They're studying. Man, so the best ones are in the <laughs> library. <laughs> the freakiest ones are in the library. The freakiest ones are in the library. They're giving hand jobs under the table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but exactly, right? Like, it just goes back to access. Like, before you had the to library, cha- The library action is the craziest action. Well, you have a good story? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to expose. Did shit. you go to Western University? No, I went to Queens. Oh, okay. The opposite. Yeah, the yeah. complete ops. My uncle went there. My uncle went there. Really? He was a teacher. He ended up being a teacher. Okay, yeah, shout dope. out to Fraser. No, Fraser Queens Lines. is dope, bro. It's like, it has its own ghetto, like, right beside the university, bro. That's where I met the wife, That's too. Kingston, right? Kingston, I'll tell you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I where know. I met the wife, too. So, like, I can't complain, bro. Shit was crazy. Out there. <laughs> Shit was <laughs> crazy. Out there. That was a sick part. We'd go on, like, St. Patty's Day, and, man, it was, like, I don't know, coming from London. It's like, it's like Brothdale. Like, you know, you'd hit Brothdale. It's, like, yeah. just flooded. But the whole city is turned up in Kingston. So, it's, like, I don't know. It was, yeah. a, it was a... I got to pull a Coke. I got to go pee right now. Bro, so we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, yeah, yeah. No, good. so, like, one thing yeah. even, too, I guess we're laughing. We're coming back from, like, our little break. Um, Piss break. Th- people said. What it is. Yeah. yeah, we have to go pee. Let's smoke a little weed, too. I want that. A little tinkle. Um, Some light. Yeah. That people did say, you're funny. Like, like, it's. do you think it's from all the comedy you watch? Do you think it's, like, something that kind of, like. Me being funny? Yeah. Uh, Bro, I grew up on, like, Mad TV and SNL and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So, I always love those little funny skits. Uh. I'm English, so we're very sarcastic. You know, yeah, just growing up shit. sarcastic ass- assholes. You Have know you been I mean? back to England? I went to England in 2015. How man. was that? It felt so good to be there. I just like, I'm just an English guy in Canada. I don't like technically don't really have a culture or anything. Like, if you want to say that, you know. Yeah. So when I was in England, I felt like I was where I, I your heart beats be. a little different. Yeah, 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 what yeah, made yeah. you feel like that though? For one, the accents. You know, I grew up being around my grandparents and all my family would come every summer from England and I would just sit around as a young kid, sit around the table listening to them talk, our food, our Sunday roast and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So 
when I was in England, I loved it. I, felt, I really felt really at home. That's real, you know? bro. Yeah. And and do do you feel like that kind of uh, puts a narrative towards your goals, like being English? Like, is that part of like like the the thrive? Not really, but I will say when it came to my music, because I started to do like Afro beats and stuff, all of the artists that I looked up to were from England. They were UK mm-hmm. artists. Yeah, yeah. So like for me, I like as much as I don't relate to them, I did relate to them at the same time. You yeah. know, they're talking, they have li- their little one liners, little English references. So, and stuff so what's like your, that. what's your, uh, like, are you half English and half what? Uh, my mom is like French Canadian. French Canadian. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah, French Canadian. And then my, my dad was born in England. Dope. So my grandparents, when they were young, uh, they moved, they moved with him to Canada. Yeah. They came here on a boat, bro. Like nah, literally a boat, like, like an actual ship. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, pre-social media, pre-cell phone. <laughs> like my grandparents were were gangsters, bro. Like they they came here on a ship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not knowing what could have happened. You know, like they just heard. Like someone was like, "Oh, Canada has lots of opportunity. Let's go there." And they're like, "All right, let me buy a boat ticket and go to Canada and see what happens." You know? But we can't even fathom that, that sort of sacrifice, bro. We can't. It's we crazy, can't. bro. Like, my parents came here as refugees, bro, back in, like, 91, 1991, because, like, El Salvador had a, a civil war. Yeah. But it's like, yo, you leave everything. Like, my dad was in med school. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we come here, and all of a sudden, like, you, know you can't nothing. even speak English. Like, it, what are you in the hierarchy? And there's nothing, like, for sure, you know? There, it's just a chance they're taking. So, like, I got to give it to, like, all of our parents, you know? Like, yeah. They took a chance and they made and they made it here. You feel like that's a sh- uh, a chip on your shoulder where you feel like if my if my parents were here when they were born they would they would take advantage of all the resources. Like, do you feel like you got to prove that? You feel like you got to you got to do much more because sometimes you're here? I I don't know if it's a chip on my shoulder, but sometimes I'll feel like a pussy. You know what I mean? Like my phone's dead and I'm like fucking I'm crying about <laughs> it. You know, like stressing. oh I can't, I can't Fast. reply to an Instagram DM. Because my phone's dead right now. Oh, my life sucks. You know, like the, the, they say first world. Our problems. generation is so trash compared to like our our parents and our grandparents. You we know? don't know. I feel like struggle is a lot different now, right? Oh, it's like, the struggle, worst. Bro. Like for I feel like in a way, struggle for them was almost physical. Like, it was yeah, physical, men, right? Now, struggle is like us is mental. We don't yeah. we don't physically struggle. It's most mental. Of the time. It's all mental. Like, it's, so like it's yeah. all ego based as well, right? Like oh, my phone's dead. I can't like reply to the comments on my instagram post have like, you ever had cares? your phone dead for like or not had a phone for a week like or two weeks recently like, like in the last 10 years like last when i years. was i went to mexico about last year and or yeah i went to mexico and i didn't have a plan on my phone so the only time i could use my phone was on when i'm on wi-fi you mm-hmm. know so i kind of had a cleanse then i guess and it felt good a little bit i'm not gonna lie yeah it felt good yo um I know nowadays, like, you know, posting on social media is very hard for, like, uh, creatives and everyone like that, right? Yeah. And we spoke earlier and you said how you, you, you honestly taught me a lesson, bro. Straight up. You taught me a lesson. Nice. We were just recording a little story. We were out here trying to just, like, record a nice story and we're trying to replay that story. And you're like, yo, fuck it. You got to, like, not care about what people think, bro. Yeah. Like, I guess, like, my question to you is when did you realize not to give a fuck about what other people thought about what you're posting on social yeah. media? And second, like, how valuable is that? yeah so i actually learned that last year as you guys know my grandfather passed away last friday but my grandmother passed away the year prior and when that happened it kind of like i don't know what it gave me it gave me something where i just didn't care anymore and i would just post things like i'll post random little stupid tiktoks and i wouldn't care but prior to that i would be like i would be overthinking it 
make a video. It could have been the, the most perfect video. It could have even gone viral. And I would be like, oh, man, there's something wrong with it. And I would second guess it. And I would post it and delete it. You know, I'm a chronic post and deleter. I even, even till this day, I make tweets and I delete them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I learned over the last year, like, if you're a creative, if you make something and you think it's done, if you think it's done at that time and you release it into the world, you post it online, you got to move on. Don't even look at it again. You know what I mean? Maybe reply to the comments and the likes and stuff like that on the post. But don't look at don't look at the post again and overanalyze it. Don't think, oh, I should have changed this edit or whatnot. And what made you realize that, though? Like, was it like you're just like, yo, like, fuck it. This is the only Yeah, you just got to say, screw it. You know what I mean? If, if you felt at the time it was good enough to post, it was good enough to post. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Don't look back and be like, oh, I should have done something else different. No, it was ready at that time. You released it. Go on to the next one. Forget about it. You know what I mean? I feel like with you saying that, it's almost like the same re like reflection of life. There's no delete on life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any action you do, anything you say, you can't go, you can't take it back. But also in a way, like, I don't know if I'm just getting a fucking random thought here, but like, it's like nowadays when you release art why are you being judged back in the day when like picasso and all those mans used to release art there was no fucking judgment there's no social media criticizing at the end of the day you fucking release your art and if yeah. people loved it they loved it yeah and nowadays it's like it's like like you said your mistake might be a fucking beautiful piece exactly you know? and someone might not like it today but you know what six months from now on instagram that post could go viral you know what i mean so release your art not every piece of art is going to get instant traction. You know what I mean? We, we all love that instant gratification, especially with social media and stuff like that. But it's not, that's not how art works. Art is not social media. We just happen to have social media and post our art on there. You know what I mean? So Bars. art is not social Bars. media. So release your art. If it doesn't get love right away and if it's good art and if it's great art and relatable to people, it'll get love eventually. It could be, you know, same day, could be a week later, could be a year later, it could be 10 years later, you, you never know. But if it's great art, it's going to get love eventually. You How do you mean? separate yourself from social media? By dropping the stuff on there and not looking back and going in the real world and creating something new. That's I feel like that's how I separate myself. Do you feel like you are tennis club or do you feel like you're Johnny Lines? Like... Oh, I'm definitely Johnny Lines, you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> That's Good how I grew up. My my blog was johnlines.com. It was just literally my name. Shout out to Elias Manuel is one of my favorite creators. He put me on to buying uh, a domain name with your name. Like literally like Early. 15 years ago, he's like, "You got, bro, you got to buy a domain Do name you with your it? name. It's going to be worth something this day. No, I forgot to renew it and some Chinese company bought it. <laughs> they bought my domain name. Fucking pissed. <laughs> But yeah, that was like almost 15 years ago. He's like, you got to buy a domain name with your name. Trust me. Ended up like three, three, four years later, I ended up having my website with my name. All because I bought the domain because my boy told me to. Would you buy it back? Oh, I would love to. I would love to have my own name. That would be cool. Why not? D yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, what was the question? It was how do I separate myself? Or? Yeah, like, like, yeah, like I guess how do you separate yourself from like social media and like, the, like you? Because I feel like like me being a creative i'm like like you know we have a podcast we're 56 57 episodes in right like cool. like we're getting really Killing into it, it. And, and, and like i also have like a, a real estate like account with my wife and like we're almost like like we're really doing stuff too right and it's it's, it's kind of one of those, th those things where it's like how do you separate the media part from like the reality right like do you time block or are you are you really both and just documenting like i feel like it's a question that a lot of millennials have right because this yeah. is the route to like follow 
And it's new, right? Like no one, no one's done it before, like, right? Because like, yeah. we're, we're are the you first different from your social media accounts? Or same, same. I'm the same person, man. I'm a creative person in real life. I post creative stuff online. Um, I don't really fake it. I don't. I don't. Act, I don't act or anything. You know, yeah. everyone who knows me, they know what I'm into. They know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm the same person, like on and offline, pretty much. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll post stories that will be funny and you shit feel, like that. Do you, do you like, feel like, is, it, is there a borderline where you can't post, like, this sort of information? Like, is there, like, sort of, like, a, a line you can't cross, like, in regards to, like, your family information or, like, personal matters on social media? Yeah, like, I don't post too much personal stuff. You know, I have a couple of pictures of my of my son online and stuff. But I don't really do, like, I'm not going to post my, my mom and stuff, like, really that online. You know what I mean? Yeah. I keep The stuff that I love the most, you will see the least on my social media. You yeah, know yeah. What I mean? Like I love creating, I love doing that. You're gonna see all my creations online, but the the things that I really care about the most, you're gonna see it the least. So do you treat it like a lot as a business? Social media. Yeah, my like, social media is my business. It's I a business. Use, use it for work, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Sprinkle in uh, little personal stuff here and there, but like I don't want to go too deep because I don't even want to. Like, let's say I, I blew up tomorrow, I don't even want to put that pressure of my family on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's a tough dance for all of us, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because at the end of the day, like, all it's this a fine shit, line, right? All this shit is yeah. new, bro. Yeah. It is, though. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's all new. In fucking five years, you're popping off. You're fucking, you're fucking out in the US doing some next shit. Because, like, because, like, the value you're I'm adding fucking to Jason Love's wife or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, yo, 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 yo. I'm yo. just kidding. I'm uh, kidding. Yo, no, no, no. <laughs> joke. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, yeah. I gotta support my boy now. No, but, like, actually though you probably are like at the end of the day though it's like it's, it's like this is how like it's crazy like what we're experiencing right now i feel like it's very like like new especially nowadays here right and to, to capture this moment in such an early stage it's like holy fuck well it's yeah well it's like yeah i guess we, we're the ones to start this uh this new ball rolling right like it's yeah. as we like we were talking earlier it's like no one's seen this been done before right like yeah but it starts with with with, with like what starts with new vita talk podcast bro you guys are starting it there's no other let me i'm just put this on the record right now there's no other podcast in london ontario that's doing it like these guys. I just want to say I'm so proud of you guys, man. You yeah, guys appreciate that, yeah. Like straight appreciate up, you, yeah. and even too is like people yeah. like that. A lot of people that watch and message us and tell us. Bro, I was a right? fan before you you guys even knew who I was. You know what I mean? Because I just saw the post. I saw you guys were killing it, man. No, thank I'm you. So bro. happy that someone from my hometown is giving quality quality stuff, having amazing guests, and I'm so happy for you guys, man. Yeah, and like honestly, that means that that means more to us like than you probably think, bro. Like yeah. in the sense of like like. Yeah. like what we're trying to build here and like where we like come from like where you come from london ontario right it's yeah. like we're only 50 episodes in like that's a huge compliment bro and like to be talking to a man like you bro like we said like we appreciate your time bro like you know yeah, what i mean like straight yeah. up because like you're not you're not like uh like a, a little cat out there bro you're a fucking shark out there i'm not a no, little honor, cat. Honestly. i'm a little human <laughs> i'm a little human but like but like you're doing big shit though bro honestly thank like you, as, and like i feel like as a creative like we kind of don't compliment ourselves enough like where we think we're not doing enough that's what that was one of my biggest struggles in the last back. like 10 years let's say 10 years bro i just in the last couple of years i just started to realize and because i took a break i literally took five years off from being a creator right because i was having fun doing music and stuff and in the last year or so i had time because of the pandemic and stuff i had time to sit around and i was like damn i've done a lot of crazy stuff you know i never realized that i never really complimented myself always kind of like giving myself a hard time you know what i mean but i had that time to think about it i'm like man i've done some cool shit what the fuck yeah like i know some people that would have 
died for the opportunities I've had in the last 10 years. And so you got to be, you got to pat yourself on the back sometimes and say, you know, good job. Let's keep it going. Let's even go fucking harder. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, bro. Like in the sense of like, as a creator, I feel like you're always going to criticize yourself that hard. If you want better, you're always going to criticize yourself. Yeah. And that's one thing I realized. And anyone that I know that's in like top tier positions, they think the same way. So it's a bad thing, but it's also a good thing. And it's only going to make you do better, like uh, advance. You know what I mean? Even yeah. to you, you're, 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 you are your hardest critic, yeah, right? And absolutely. the reason behind that is because you know yourself better than anyone. Like you yeah. told me, remember the little voice in your head, like yeah. in your head, like, like, you know, your deepest secrets, you know, mm-hmm. your deepest secrets. Mm-hmm. There's some secrets that you know about yourself. You're living your fucking life forever. X amount oh, of years man. you live, you know, the darkest times. Oh, a lot of people don't know. Yeah, they were they weren't with you shooting in the gym. You know what I mean? Right? They they weren't Straight there on up. those terrible times, bro. They weren't with you sleeping on the studio floor. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that's another thing I want to say, and some advice I want to give to you know my younger London people, because um, London is a very comfortable place. It's a, it's a small town, but it has a semi big city mentality a little bit. Yeah. And don't get too comfortable. You know what I mean? When I moved to Toronto, I had I had a whole nice place in in london nice little crib in masonville everyone knows that masonville is a, a nice big chilling, area big chilling out Bro, there. Oh, I, yeah. I was paying rent in masonville and living in toronto sleeping on the studio floor because i knew it was going to advance my life you know what i mean so the advice i want to give to people is don't don't be afraid to downgrade so you can upgrade you know mm, bars that's huge though no honestly that's huge yeah. though so it's like bet on yourself yeah. Like, you know, invest in it now. So you see results. I put myself it. through pain so I can get yeah. on the uh, other end of comfort, you know? Like, like was that your only choice at the time? Like, like did you always think bigger? Or it what? wasn't my only choice at the time. I could have... It's London, man. You can get a job anywhere. Yeah. You can work at, at the factory, work at the cami or whatever. You can get those good so jobs easy. around there. You can, do, you can make a decent living, have a family and do your thing. But for me personally, like I said, I'm not the guy who can work a nine to five because... I'm not the greatest employee mm-hmm. because I want to do something for myself. I want to make a name for myself. And yeah, that's crazy. bro. That's, that's inspiring it, though. Honestly, because nowadays like, like, like you don't hear much about that. You know, we're fed into a system. So people like to be comfortable, right? Like yeah, there's nothing bro. wrong with that. Comfortable is the best for people. You know how many times I've sat there and I'm like, I'm so jealous of this guy because he can just go to his job every day, come home and chill and be comfortable. Yeah. Have a nice, like, you know, 500,000 to a million dollar house and just do his thing. And I'm so jealous of that. But I know that I personally can't do that mm-hmm. because I can't work for some fat motherfucker who's telling me what to do with his, his head over my shoulder every day. You know, I'll get yeah. pissed off. I rather just I I'll take bite the bullet, suffer until I'm until I'm good on my own. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are like, like man, like this is the mentality you need. Like you know what I mean. Especially if you're not happy. Like I I feel like there's two different people. There's people who are happy with a nine to five and they're ecstatic. There's nothing wrong with there's that. Bro. Wrong. And that's the one yeah. thing I want to actually exactly, get out there exactly. to the world. I don't want anyone to think there's anything wrong with that because that's amazing. That's yeah. the best. That's. Bro, that's how my parents live. Man. That's how every, all of our parents live. If they work the job, but I just can't do that, you know. And I know, I know, I'm like rare, like rare to whatever, but I just can't do that. Yeah. Well, but if you can do that, I'm so fucking jealous of you. 
because I wish I could do that. Yeah. It's so comfortable, you know? Yeah. We're yeah. humans. We like to be comfortable at the end of the day. Yeah. You also have to think, like, you can't have everybody be the boss. If there's so many bosses, who's the hell's going to work, right? It's just not... You it's just workers, like, right? You and need workers, right? You need little managers, and then you need the owner. Yeah, you, there's you, systems, there's right? And, like, it's... At the end of the day, it's like everyone kind of falls in the role. Doesn't mean you can't break out of that role. Yeah, you can always be better. You yeah. can always upgrade, as you said. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like we were we're humans. We work as a community. We're as a team. Everyone kind of does something for someone in some way, and it benefits the whole community. Mm-hmm. Like no, there are nomads, but like if you look at it, humans like we're all together always. Look at every population. It's always groups. It's a team effort, man. At the end of the day. There's the the small guy and then there's the, the the guy at the top, right? Fucking big fish, the whale. Yeah, exactly. Yep. The heavy lad. There's nothing wrong with being the small guy because you're a very important uh, person. Yeah, without you're you. the first person on the chain, so you're actually the most important at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So, yeah. They always say no. you want to be the, like the smallest uh, fish in the pond because at the end of the day you're living for the bigger fish, you know? What I mean? Yeah. And that's always facts. Like at the end of the day, like I think it was like like you said, like COVID was was mind shifting to a lot of us, and like COVID really made me realize that like. You can do whatever the fuck you really want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you got to double down on it. You got to, like, be every fucking day. You got to, like, actually it's like, true, commit man. to it. So it's, like, one of those where it's, like, mentally it changed me in the sense of, like, I'd rather bet on myself than bet on me in a corporation. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. And like, like you were saying, you are saying about being the smallest fish in the big pond, right? When I was in London, I, like, at the time, I had the biggest music blog in my whole city. So you're the big I, fish. You're the I whale. Was, I was doing that. I did promote. I did club promoting. We had the biggest party at Factory and Prohibition. Shout out to Contrast and uh, Juan. <laughs> Shout out to those guys, JL and Co. NMW. We had the best party in the city, but it was just London. You know what I mean? Like that—that's only a certain level, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, that was like that was another reason why I wanted to move to Toronto. I wanted to reset. Wanted to start from the bottom. I wanted to be a nobody again. Yeah. Do you feel like you owe London anything? You want to put London back on the map? Or do I would love to, man. I, that's the city I was born and raised in, you know. And that's why I'm so happy to be here with you guys, you know. What hospital? Uh, Saint Joseph's. Hospital. Me too, yo. That's crazy. That's the Catholic hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Catholic hospital. Crazy. Legends there. Only legends. Shout out to Jackie Lyons, my mother. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Rosa Bilma, my mother. Yeah. That's crazy. You I was born there. in Mexico, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not being quiet. No, bro. Like, well, no, 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 no. no, no I'm, I didn't come here. No, see, I'm a lucky one. I'm a, I'm a dual citizen. I'm a t- I've said it multiple times. He's no. He's nice. nice. I was born in Miami. Why, why were you trying to say Jason no, Love? Let's North, go. North yeah. Hialeah County, County, bro. That's why yeah. I said when you said, yo, uh. I was like, I'll pull up with you because like it's easy for me to get yo, there. That's me your too, city, bro. Are you crazy, bro? That's like me going to England, you know? I'm feeling at home. This yeah. guy goes to Miami. Yeah. yeah. And even up. too, I wasn't there long, but every like I, as I said to you, like it's funny. Like I, I feel like even too when I go back home to like Nicaragua, it's just like your heart just beats different in a way. It's just yeah. like I don't know, it's almost like you're one with like the land in a way. People might think I'm crazy by saying that, but like it's just no, it's true. You like culture's huge. Like for me, a lot of times I used to go back home with my grandma every two months. Boom, boom, boom. We just go. I just chill there. I just go to a farm, and like it's just you. Just I don't know. I I still hold a deep place to that, like a deep spot in my heart to that place. That's That's important, man. It's your roots, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people like they start making moves and they forget where they come from and stuff. So good for you, man. Thank you. No, straight up, straight up. But no, yo, that was a compliment because I'm saying you're making moves, you know. Yeah, I don't yeah know no, if you picked I up. No, no, I take it, bro. Like honestly, yeah. I'm. 
Uh, I don't know. I think his <laughs> life keeps going on. Sorry, I'm, I'm too advanced. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I took it wrong, but now I was yeah. just listening. Yeah. No, but yo, any advice you have to like to like young creatives? You know what I mean? I know you you kind of had your spiel earlier in regards to like your advice, but like people who are like 14, 15, 16 who want to really make it in like the like like the videography, the photography, the culture, like the getting into what's popping. So yeah, you're talking about young people, right? Yeah. 14, 15. Just have fun, you know. Create with your friends, like. The way I started, I was a skater kid. We were like, you know, we were getting good at skateboarding. So we're like, yo, let's film our tricks. Let's make our little video parts. Just have fun with your friends. That's how you start. I want you to start and just have fun with your friends. That's the only way you can get into it and do it in like a most organic way. You know what I mean? Um, if you get a little bit older. So it's, it's actually ironic what I'm going to say because at the beginning, have fun with your friends. But when you get a little bit older, 18, 19, 20, make sure... You're not just hanging out with your friends. Make sure you're around people that are like-minded individuals. Make sure you're around people that want to focus on the work and not the f- just the fun. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah, that, that's my good advice. It's like ironic advice, but have fun with your friends, but make sure there's work being done as well. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think one of the hardest things is some of the best advice is like, that's right in front of you kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, go to work, do this. Like, yeah. don't think twice. It's like the easiest things to say are sometimes like the best advice and you don't look at it because it's so yeah easy. like the cliche and the cheesy stuff yeah. is sometimes the, the best advice at the end of yeah, the day of right? course but yo anything I guess uh, you want to promote or anything else you want to kind of like announce the before, plugins, we, we, big before plugins. we wrap this up a plugin uh, just follow me on Instagram at tennis club t-e-n-n-i-s-x-c-l-u-b tennis x club and just wait for my new drops man I got I got so much creations coming right now I we haven't even, we didn't even touch on like a majority of them, but it's fine. We got so much coming, yeah. Saying is more. Oh, I want to tell you guys about something. I so let's do it then, bro. Let's do it. Don't even stop it there. Let's go. So, um, so as you guys know, I picked up my camera three months ago, right? Yeah. I just picked, re-picked it up, took a break from creation fi- for about five years because I was doing music. And my first photography gig ever that I got hired for about a month ago was for one of the biggest artists in the world. I can't even say who it was because I signed an NDA. My first paid photography gig in my life. In Toronto. Biggest artist in the world. Biggest. Female artist. I'm just going to say that. All I got to say is, (laughs) good for you, bro. So. Fuck. That's crazy. There was uh, an event going on at uh, a store that I can't even say because I signed the NDA. Tiptoe, yeah. uh, Just tiptoe around this. So yeah this this is another reason that kind of like put that like thing on my back to be like yo let's keep going because bro there's there's like a hundred thousand creators in toronto how have how did you guys select me i got a random dm on instagram and they're like hey we're from this company blah 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 we're doing this we want to hire you and i'm like i thought it was a, a scam at first you know what i mean i'm like who's messaging me right now you know over this turned out to be a real opportunity did the job got it done got paid amazing so i'm just like i said i don't know i don't know if it's luck i don't know what it is but that's coming up soon you're gonna be a photographer for a big artist soon it's already done the job's already done done. the job's done done it's already done it hasn't just like everything's been released too or not yeah that's why yeah i gave them all the stuff yeah Yeah. they're doing what they want to do with it okay okay fair enough fair enough so i'm just waiting to be honest that's crazy bro it's crazy man so opportunities are coming bro you they can't. No, I I signed. I signed. Oh, so 
they, I signed off on it, so I can't even say that I did it. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's yeah. Just, yeah. They're not going to tag, tag me, you know, because they yeah. paid me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They own it. They bought the rights to all the all the stuff that I did, you know? That's yeah, sick, yeah, though. Yeah. It's like, yeah. damn. damn. That's heavy news. Sorry, I, I just wanted to drop that. Just to no, show. no, that's important, no. bro, because at the end of the day, it's, yeah. it's like, that's fucking important, bro. Usually it's repeated work. If you do good work, it comes back, bro, right? Bro, it's and crazy. It's and yeah. if it's that big, it's... This, th- that was one of the signs where I'm like, yo, I just got to keep going, you know? Yeah. Like, I know there's more. Damn. Fucking bro. crazy, yeah. Damn. It's been a crazy few weeks, man. So you're just, you're just getting started. Just getting started, bro. <laughs> just getting started. Fuck, I can't wait, bro. Yeah. You've been to it. I think, uh, I, yeah, I think as long as you keep on, like, the same the same drive, I don't know. I don't know how, what's going to stop The foot is on the gas right now, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. we're not stopping right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. Yeah, yeah. Um. It was, let's do uh, an outro or something. Did we already do one or? No, we can do one. Nah, we now. we can piece it again. Let's do it. I'm yeah, starting no. to get lit. I don't know about you guys. I feel wasted right now. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go get some food in our bellies or something. Honestly, it was. This uh, was a great fucking interview. Like I said, for like London, Ontario itself, bro. This is bigger than like what you guys think, yo. Like, like, like. This is for the culture. This is yeah, for the culture, I like Tyler like, this said. Is yeah. London, Ontario on the culture. map, bro. Let's go, man. Yeah, honestly, this is putting London, Ontario on the map, bro. This is for the culture, bro. We have a fucking London OG tennis club out here. Really fucking plugged in. More than a bunch of any person from London. You know what I mean? We had the privilege to come interview you. The point is, is, like, this is big, man. This is big. Thank you, like, man. Thank, thank you guys you, so much for having me. Fucking man. thank you. This is not the last time, bro. We're going to come back in six months. We're going to fucking Yo, I'm gonna be go a, for a, a couple drinks teacher, and bro. we're going to just run right back at it, bro. <laughs> straight up, though. Let's straight up. Yeah, yeah. Straight so, up, bro. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, guys. no, I appreciate you, brother. Honestly. Honestly, brother. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap it up there. Yeah, thank make you. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, peace. New Oops. Vita Talk, right? New Vita Talk. New Vita, New. let's talk. Tennis Club, let's go. Easy.